Welcome back to the Daily Podcast. It's a place of refuge where you can come and invite the Lord into your space, knowing that the time spent would be nothing less than amazing. You can listen to the Word of God and allow His Spirit to be a witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. And if you're not a Christian, you don't have to feel left out because His love is sufficient for all of us. Today's scripture comes from the book of Romans, chapter 5 and verse 8, which says, But God demonstrated His own love for us. In this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Our prayer is that God's blessing will rest upon everyone who is listening to this program. Today's scripture talks about God's love, sinners, and the debt of Christ. But let's begin with love. Ephesians 5 verses 25 and 26 says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. If you are a husband and you're listening, this is a very important lesson. You must love your wife just as Christ loved the church, and we'll talk about that in a minute. You have to give yourself up for her, to make her holy. You cannot put her down. You cannot slander her. You cannot speak negativity into her life. When she's down, you must lift her up. When she's tired, you must give her a helping hand. When enemies come against her, you must protect her with your life. And I can go on and on, but you got the message. It says that you, husband, must cleanse her using the word as that detergent, as that soap. You can use the word of God to cleanse the mind because our minds are wicked. That's the purpose of the word of God. It's quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and the joint and marrow. And it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That's the word of God. It cleanses. So we need to stay in the word. So now you can see how important it is for a family to pray together. When they pray together, they grow together and are more likely to stay together. Let us not forget that there is another type of love that a husband has for his wife. The word that is used in the Greek is called eros. Eros. And that, that word, we get the word erotic. I don't have to explain what that means. But there is that love, the love between a man and his wife. God made Adam and Eve and he asked them to, you know, uh, uh, multiply. So that's the purpose. Now, there is a friendship or brotherly type of love. In the Greek it's called filio. And finally there is the love of God, which is called in the Greek agape, meaning sacrificial. That's the greatest love of all. And of course there are other types of love, but we won't get into that, you know, the love of money and different things like that. But here is a conversation in the book of John, chapter 21, and it's between Jesus and Peter. 
Starting at verse 15, it says, When they had finished eating, that's all the disciples, Jesus said to Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? And this, this is that agape love he was talking about. Now, he could have been referring to fish because they had caught a lot of fish. Uh, he, he could have been talking about the other disciples. I mean, he could have been talking about a few things. But he said, do you love me? And the word that is used there is the word agape, meaning, do you have that sacrificial love for me, Peter? And Peter says, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. So Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And he answered, yes, Lord, you, you know that I love you. And that's that same agape love. Jesus was putting the point there. And then Jesus said, take care of my sheep. And the third time he said to him, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And that's that filial love. Simon, are you my friend? Simon, can I count on you? That's what he was asking. And Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him a third time. Peter remembered that Jesus told him that the cock would crow. You're going to deny me three times. And then the cock, he remembered that. And he said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. To the average person, the word love is a noun, and it says so in the dictionary. But in God's dictionary, it is a verb because it's always, it always comes with, with an action. John 3.16 said that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Husband, if you love your wife, start giving her gifts, she will love you back. But it's not just for husbands. It's for the whole family and friends too. But look at God's love and how preemptive it was. The Bible says that while we were in the process of committing all kinds of sins, God was pouring out his love on us. In Jeremiah 31 and 3, the Lord said, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. John 12, 32. And this is Jesus speaking. And this is before his crucifixion. And he said, and I, if and when I am lifted up from the earth, on the cross, will draw all people to myself, Gentiles as well as Jews, all people I will draw. In John 19, while Jesus was on the cross, and still able to hear all the abuse, the ridicule, the mockery. He used his last breath to ask God to forgive them. If that's not love, then sparrows can't fly. Heaven is a myth if that's not love. When Jesus was on the cross, you were on his mind. 2 Corinthians 5, 18-21 says, and I close with this. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That this, 
that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading to us. So we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he has made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. There's more to be said, but you know, I'm out of time again. But I do hope that you will take away something from this message today. So till the next time, this is Anthony and Sidney saying, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. My friend, you are blessed. Just remember that.